Alright everyone, we are back with the 21st episode of Irish Iron. Today's guest is Jay Abbey. Jay is the co-owner of the Gold Gym franchise. So obviously it started up with Gold Gym uh, near myself in Charleston, then at, uh, Limerick, and then the third one in Ashburn. Uh, so what I will start off asking with you with is um, what made you decide to you know open the gym what was the driving force behind that well we started obviously I started in the gym I'm 38 now so when I started going to the gym when I was just 18 17 18 in Ireland there was no there was no lifters back then really it was very the, the old school lifters would have been in town but your average gym back then didn't have really like big lads, but no bodybuilders. In fact, you know what? You had you had big lads, and then you had kind of like footballers. Mm. But I just you know, obviously the, the 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 love I had for it made me kind of critique. Uh, going, I always had this dream that God, if I had my own gym, I would make it so much better. But in fairness, back then. The, the, the need for kind of elite gyms probably wasn't there anyway. Because back then you were either, like I say, you were either a footballer or you were like a heavy lifter. Even, I wouldn't even say a bodybuilder because there wasn't even many. No, no I mean, it was, more, it was more gym rats back then. Man. It, was more, uh, it was more like the gym rats and you had like, a few sports players, but it wasn't a, it was it wasn't mainstream at all. It wasn't the mainstream. No, thing. it wasn't. You know, and sure, that's sure. And just just having that kind of even when like I say when I started lifting, I would have been more. I, I would have had the look of more of a gymnast. You know, which back then wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't many. There wasn't many kind of people walking around kind of shredded yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. And then, but getting back into training, what a lot of people don't realize is you did compete. I mean, you did compete in the bodybuilding scene in the country. And I mean, what led to you doing that? I mean, was it just uh, a desire to maybe just see where you stepped up and, uh, you know, how it played out? Like, what was the, what got you into the whole competitive side? Well, I'll tell you, that, that just kind of, that just kind of evolved for me because, Obviously, when I was around 22, 23, I got into to stripping. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for me, that was, the, that was the ultimate, like, showcase for me. You know what I mean? So, after I'd done my stripping gig, and you, you, all these women basically loading that after you, you know, it's, it's good for your, like I say, it can be good for your ego, you know? Mm. So, I was... You get you get addicted to the attention, yeah, which yeah, all of a yeah. sudden, because I got to show off my body every week, but evolved into that. And then after a few years had gone by, you get to meet Jesus. You doing stripping allowed me to meet hundreds, thousands of people. You know what I mean? Because you'd be out, you'd be going into the nightclubs or you'd be going into pubs and bars, and there'd be all fellas there as well. So they'd get to they'd get to know you, and they'd, yeah. they'd go oh, here here's this little fucker in again, you know, because there was, there was only two of us doing, I'd say, length of all the, the, the gigs in the whole country, you know, so, and then, like I say, I just, a friend of mine had said, oh, would you, would you not do a, a bodybuilding combat? Because you're, I was lean anyway, so I was, you know, I was, I was walking around very shredded all the time. Yeah. And then I was like, why not, why not try it? And the only thing you had going against me was back then there was no, like, you didn't have all the categories you have now. Yeah. You know, like, it was just straight bodybuilding first oh, time as a novice kind of thing. Like, yeah, you were either, either 70, 80, 90. It was just that simple, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I remember when I was going to do my, like, God's God, like, lads were coming down from nearly 90 kilos to be under, to get to under 70. Yeah. And I was starting. <laughs> so it was kind of going, not going to be much but, but then on the other hand was I didn't really have to to diet as much you know because I was I say I was I was leaning up most of the most of the, most of the time anyway but yeah. it was also for the experience it was back then 
not saying that it's changed. Well, it, it has changed because that's the way every, everything evolves. You know, that's just the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's life. Everything evolves. It starts somewhere and it, it finishes somewhere and it goes through a million different phases. That's just the way it is. Anyone that thinks that anything doesn't evolve, that's silly. Do you know what I mean? So, like, your gyms are gyms are evolving right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I was a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? I, I did think that... Uh, I did think that people were more friendly at, at the start, you know, and I think, you know, I think the social media kind of made, I don't know if it brought, well, the social media brought loads of new people into the, into the bodybuilding sport, like literally over the course of maybe two, three years, the influx was like ridiculous. Like I, I remember going to like when the, the shows I used to go to and I'd go and watch the likes of Brian Hickey and, and uh, I mean, like these are guys that were, you know, setting the bar. You yeah. know, Ender's coming back, Jay. Ender's actually said he was coming back, so I have him next for August on this. He said he's working with Tommy Staunton again, but back now I agree with you one hundred percent because um, I remember my first show in twenty thirteen. It was it was just bodybuilding, junior bodybuilding. There was the women's, like it was two women's classes, and I think that was really it. I mean, there was physique. There was, there was like it wasn't as, um, and the classes were big. I mean, you had you had like twenty people in each class uh, in bodybuilding. You know, it wasn't just uh, spread out across the board. So I mean, back then, I mean, it was definitely a different game. And if you placed well, you kind of got the respect. You know, because it was it, you didn't have to be three people. You had to be a lot of people. So. You know, but it was like I say, but it's it's, it's evolved, and that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. You know, but it has newer people. Then it, the standard as well has has gotten immensely higher on it as yeah. well. Like obviously, as supplements stuff get better, and people's training techniques get better, and you know, like you know, that's just the way it goes. So it does raise, like it does raise the bar. It's very, it's very unusual that, it, like, it's very unlikely that standards go down to yeah. like everyone always progresses in no matter what way because obviously if just the way life is you know with everything you know so people get better faster fitter stronger you know you can see yeah. it now like I, I i'm i feel lucky that i i i was born the when i was born because i probably probably wouldn't have been as successful as stripping as I was, if if I was to do that now, yeah, because you had I that kind of that well factor when I would go to a place because back then, like girls hadn't seen lads walking in shredded with with six packs, you know that was my selling point, you know mm. even it's just focus stomach on him now every fucking seventeen eighteen year old is shredded, yeah, you know so that. Time period of when I was born just worked out extremely well for me, yeah. Because I had, I I was able to ever a well factor. Now every uncle is shredded to death now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So I mean, trying to stand out now, you'd have to be doing something else, or or you'd have to have like super genetics or something. But yeah. back back then, I mean, it absolutely did play in your favor. And I suppose were you like because you were kind of standing out I suppose you must have been able to make a good bit of money off that and there was a yeah I, yeah I made a, I made we had I had over like I I stripped for over 10 years okay. I've done party like you know hens parties 24 and and it was a Awesome. There we go. It's more just the it was just the internet there on my part. I can just mesh it all together anyway. But uh, yeah, so continuing on and continuing on and stripping. So basically, you were you were yeah. you were able to stand out. You were able to make your money, and that led into, I think, what people recognize you from initially was from the California thing. So what I'm curious about, like, how did that arise? Because there was no other Irish shows like that. Oh, and that was that was a crazy that was a crazy time, and it was a mental. Like I say, it was it was really was like like a dream most of the time, you know. So basically, what happened with that was 
Um, the gym that I was in was in City West. City West was a really, really good gym. Like it started off as a hotel gym. Yeah. But it like it, it evolved into a really good gym because obviously they'd seen the, 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 the need and they just kept that putting money into it and like I say and it ended up evolving started off as a hotel gym and evolved into a really good gym but anyway so we were I was going up to to train one of the evenings and they had a there was a lot of uh, there was a few lads queuing up to, to to do some interviews and I was kind of like oh what's going on you know because I'd chat to, to everyone and the girls at the reception I said oh they're doing a, a tv show and uh, they're making a tv show and I was like oh gas you know so I went up and started doing me training and then this girl had come up with a little clipboard and she was like, dude, the, the girls downstairs said we should we should interview you where you they said you have a, a, a good uh, an extraordinary job and I was laughing, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, but I said, Listen, I, I won't be I, I wouldn't be what you're looking for. Mm. At the time I didn't really watch much T V anyway, because I was always working. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'd be working on I was extremely busy person. I'd be on building sites Monday to Friday, and yeah. then once Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, yeah. so that and that routine for like a couple of years. You know, so didn't really watch much Teddy. So I said, "Listen, I'm probably not what you're looking for," and leave it at that. About, about an hour later, they said, "Listen, would you just could do it with five minutes?" And I was like, oh, what is it? What are you looking for? And they were like, oh, well, they, they'll, they'll tell you down at the interview. Do you know what I mean? So, but you had to do your interview in, in enough. And they wanted to record, uh, they wanted to record you, you know. Because obviously they were looking for, they were looking for people that ticked certain boxes for them. Do you know what I mean? And, and they wanted people that could be confident and speak as well, especially on, on camera. So I remember doing the interview. And they started telling me about the show. Oh, we're going to bring like four lads and four girls away and you're going to be basically partying for six weeks, you know? And uh, I was like, oh, oh, okay. But at the time, what going through my mind was like, oh, I'm going to lose out on loads of money here. <laughs> like, yeah. like all the parties, you know? So uh, I said, listen, I'm, I'm probably, I remember saying to him, listen, I'm, I'm probably not going to be what you're looking for. I said, but I'll help you. I'll help you out if you want, because obviously... I'm a stripper, and whatever lads you get, they're going to be the most confident lads you can imagine. I'd, I'd assume. Yeah. But with, yeah, when you're sending them into a bar in the middle of Ballymun and you tell them to take all their clothes off, so that might be a good episode. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you'll see, you really will see how confident they are, right? So they were kind of laughing, and then they were like, "Why, why, why don't you think you'd be good for the show?" And they were, I remember them saying to you, "Are you?" are you married or something? And I'm like, no, no. And they were like, oh, do you have kids? And I was like, no, no kids. And they were like, oh, are you gay? I'm like, no. And then they were like, well, what is it? And I was like, well, I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were like, uh, like sometimes like, and I was like, no, like never. And so they were like, well, how flexible are you on that? And I'm like, not, no, there's no flex on it. Like, you know, that's just the way I am. I'm not going to, you just said you want me to be myself, you know, so and that's 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 cool. That's perfect. So I was like, okay, I said, like, well listen, I am gonna shoot shoot back off now, but like I say, it, it might be a good episode if you wanna bring the lads out with me some night and you'll see how confident they are when you send them into the middle of a mad hens party. Do you know what I mean? And then you'll see how confident they are, you know? Mm. And we left it at that. And sure enough, a week later uh, they rang me and we'd love you to be in the show. And I was kind of like, well, really? So, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we'd like you to be in the show. We think it could be a good, like a good dynamic, you know? So I was like, okay. And like I said, we didn't know where it was going to, where it was going to evolve on into. It, do you know what I mean? But it ended up that obviously all the lads, they ended up picking were from, were from City West. Because that was the mm -hmm. last, that was the last, uh, so they, they started in nightclubs. But in light clubs, all the lads they got, none of them. Some of them are confident and funny, but none of them went to the gym. Okay. So they want didn't want to have the Irish one where, like obviously they were they were based on not Jersey, they were based on Jersey Shore originally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they didn't want all if the Irish version, none of the lads lifted weights or anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when they went to the nightclubs and done the interview, couldn't find any lads that were in shape. But they could find 
loads of lads that were, were they were all just like locked and pissed do you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah, well, we can't, yeah, yeah. so then they went to shopping centre a few like you say the few lads that they were getting there just couldn't speak you know what I mean they were, like, they were too nervous they were like oh no no I don't think that would be for me so the last day after nearly three months they said they'd do they'd do a few gyms and I was just sure enough they ended up getting me Dave Cormick all in the in the same gym Okay, so did you all know each other beforehand then? Like, yeah, I, yeah, like we all knew each other to see, do you know yeah. what I mean? And geez, we'd been all, we would have been all like long-term members of, of City West, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course, Like, yeah. Cormac Arm, would have been there since the start. Dave, sure, Dave was working, you know, mm. Dave was a first trainer. So yeah, we all knew each other to, to see, you know, and uh, like I say, and then they, 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 they pulled us all away and we went into into the house and that was when the the madness started then, you know. So that obviously so obviously it got filmed and then it was wouldn't have been released for a while. So like when you filmed it there was obviously what there was that weight. So I mean was yeah, that, that, okay, that the, nervous the man? Was that a nerve wracking weight? Uh for me, right, I wouldn't really be kind of a nervous person, which I think that's what made me be so good at stripping. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have wouldn't be someone that suffers with that anxiety of of worrying about people. But that's what made me be able to walk into a bar in the middle of nowhere and I would never get that that anxiety feeling. You know what I mean? So but when waiting on the, the California to come out, because the hype around it was so crazy. And before this is funny, before the show came out. I was the one that everyone wrote about and got all the negative press. Like it was just like, and I remember one time my sister rang me and she was, she was crying because a lot of people were saying, Oh God, she was like, Oh, they're saying horrible things about you. Yeah. And I was, I don't care. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? None, none of these people have, the show hasn't even been out yet. I said, yeah. well, that's the way, now that was the way it wasn't even that bad back then. Now, Today's social media is terrible. Mm. Nowadays, they can really just say whatever they want about people. Back then, it wasn't too bad, but it was still there. Don't forget, because Instagram was only taking off. Instagram, in fact, Instagram wasn't even around. It, it was just there, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Facebook was, and YouTube back then. Exactly, it was just face, Facebook and YouTube, and Twitter only started. I mean, but Twitter hadn't. There was no, no one was on Twitter. Mm. So just on Facebook. But it was all the comments of people that, like I said, the show wasn't going to come out for six more months. But the hype around it was so big. And I was the easiest to write about because people had seen me probably at a party. They'd probably seen me do a 40th or a 30th or a 24th. So that was that was a bit annoying, more so because friends and family would be getting annoyed over it. You know? But for me, it didn't really, like I say annoying me too much because like I say I don't really to me okay. uh, people yeah. it doesn't it doesn't bother me do you know what I mean I know people like to, to talk they like sometimes people just talk out of boredom you know so I don't take it personally you know so it didn't bother me but anyways then when the show came out obviously things changed for me you know so but uh, because things just went, like I say, we weren't expecting, we were told, we were told that the, uh, the, they were hoping for between 65 and 75,000 people to watch e- each episode. And they would have been, they would have been happy with that. Yeah. The average, the minimum, minimum, the minimum uh, numbers, like we used to get the numbers sent to our phone. Like yeah. the, the minimum per episode. Wait, how so, much was it? How much was it? Is it covered out there? Yeah, per episode, Mental. you know. Mental. And the first, the first episode broke a million, which was the, which was the only, the was is the, it's still the most uh, pilot episode. It was the the most watched pilot episode of any TV show uh, in Ireland. Gentlemen, and it was the first time it off its top spot by this this show about a lot of drunk people. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing was like there was a second season of it. So I mean, like leading and into that, when they got back, and then like I say, they they pulled. I remember they them pulling me into TV three, going, "Listen, there's a lot of people watching this show. 
you know, your your lives are going to change quite a bit, you know. And they said, then we want to do a second season, so we're going to bring us all to Spain, um, you know. So, but for for that year, you were literally just doing, you were literally just doing interview after interview, yeah. like every single morning there was some radio station, do you know what I mean, that would want you on, you know, or you'd be getting invited to all this. But then again, like I say, social media still wasn't as as big back then. No. Do you know what I mean? It, it was all getting relayed through Facebook. Really. Do you know what I mean? Plus, one one good thing as well that not like back then there was no people weren't doing club appearances. Like we were California that that cast when we done the club appearances. That was when club appearances had started, oh. and they started it. Um, you'd have the likes of like Al Gibbs and them. They were they were they they were the agents and stuff, and they had realised that they were doing it in the UK with footballers. Yeah, and. You know, the footballers were the force to kind of do meet Greece, but the the footballers they found that the the, the 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 people in the clubs they couldn't really relate to them because they didn't really know them. They were they were just footballers. So then they decided to get reality stars in, and then all of a sudden the club appearance was born, and that was it. The, cl- the clubs were just lining up reality star after reality star, and that went on for maybe there was there was probably three to four years of, of club appearances where if you like nearly every club would have someone booked every weekend. Like do you know what I mean? That was one of the things people were going to clubs for for for, for a while, you know? But that didn't uh, like I say that same thing again, that evolved and that that came and went, you know, you wouldn't get that now really too so do you know what I mean? But back then it was very fresh and I remember going to nightclub after nightclub. And like I'm sober. So yeah. I remember I remember I would remember that was the good thing for me like the, the rest of it was, it was so crazy for them some of them were pissed for maybe three years yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they pissed all the time do you know what I mean because it was a party it was a really fun time for for, for and of course a bit get, of money a bit of money you know a bit of like you get recognised when you go places and yeah. kind of like you know Oh, it's hard to, yeah. like, you know, you get sucked in, you know, and especially when, like you say, when everything's getting, when you, when no one says no to you, you know, when everything's just yes, 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 yeah. you, you, your, your ego gets bigger, your, you know, you, and that's just the way it happens, you know, so it was a crazy time for, for all of them as well, do you know what I mean, like going from club to club and, like, I, and it's funny because I'd see, I, I would see, say, all the haters saying thing about saying stuff about all these guys that were in the show with me, and I'd it'd be funny because I'd see lads saying stuff to even the likes of Phil who got the hardest time. Yeah. But Phil, Phil, had, Phil was happy to play the bad guy. Giant, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like, he he was a big reality TV person. Yeah. So he he understood. God, if if you're the bad guy, sometimes you can. Benefit you more. He cash in. Like he, he knew the yeah, game. You he knew the game. You just have to be thick skinned, you know. And it'd be funny because Phil, I would see, I, I, it just goes to show how fickle and how, how not real. Like what you see online would be, for example, all the guys. Phil would get terrible abuse from the lads. Going, I bet you he never gets a. You bet you never get laid. You never get a woman. Do you know what I mean? Matt, if they had a came to a nightclub. Bill would have about 200 women yeah. just going there. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was the reality of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they go to, when the girls went to the nightclub, it's a bit of excitement. They'd, they'd want to, who, who would they want to go home with? The guy who's on the reality TV show that everyone's talking about and is in the newspapers. Whether whether they're, they're attracted to him or, or not, just out of the excitement. Yeah. They'd want, do you know what I mean? So, like, that's, that's reality. You know, but I used to always get a laugh out when people would be saying this. And going, oh, guys, you just have no clue, man. That that guy is living. Like I say, he he doesn't really let your little keyboard warrior messages hurt his his feelings because he's living an amazing life right now. Yeah. You now, like you know, that's so I always used to, you know, like I say. But then again, and some sometimes the Irish people can be a bit a bit crueler. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, they. They do like to, to, 
to put you in your place, you know, when they Yeah. I mean for the second season you went to Spain. So obviously that was a different game. That was uh, yeah. and you had a new new people arrive and it was all like it was a bit yeah. more budget, like you know. It was a bit more Oh sure their, their budget went through the roof after you know what I mean? Like, you know, like uh, they knew the show was successful. Mm. You know, their budget quadrupled, you know. Like they brought everyone to Spain for like six six to eight weeks. And nobody said no to you. Whatever you wanted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want to go here. I need new clothes. Everything was yes, yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd wait in the mornings. Like, I'd be up early because obviously I don't drink. So the guys would be in bed. I'd be up early. Now, it was it was a bit easier for me doing the show because I got to know even all the, the cameramen and the producers mm. because we weren't allowed to interact with them. You know, it'd be just no. You know what I mean? They didn't want was a scenario where one of the, the cast would get locked, say, and say something had happened and there was a cameraman there. They didn't want someone to go, oh, well, Frenchie, you seen, do you know what I mean? So they always wanted to eliminate so that you just eventually just started to live as if all these guys are not there, yeah. you know? So for me, it was a little bit harder because some lot of the time I could get up early and it would be only me and a cameraman, and I'm eating me cornflakes going, listen, mate, unless I start choking on these cornflakes, there's nothing much going to happen here. You know, so you then, so you just, I'd end up, you'd end up just kind of chatting to them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for me, it, it was, it was easy. Plus, after season, season one, I think everyone was trying to get to, everyone's trying to find their way. Do you know what I mean? And everyone's trying to put their own stamp on it. And, a lot of the lads, like I say, they were trying to, you were trying, they were trying too hard almost to pull women to show that, oh, I can pull, I can pull women. Yeah, there mean? was a few, there was a few scenes in the show I remember very well, like, I mean, like, the, uh, like, but the memes and everything that came from that, like all the parody videos, you were never in any of the, the like, you didn't partake in any of that stuff at all, like, it was the other guys. No, well, did, like, so I was... I, I was uh, like because when I don't drink so I was always I'm always the way I am do you know yeah. what I mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. but I what I didn't feel that need to to pull a, a girl just to keep other just to make other lads impressed yeah. do you know what I mean ever it was never like that I never felt that, that pressure do you know what I mean because at the end of the day I'd be kind of like listen I've stripped for 10 years and I know the pull women yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to show you I can pull women. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I never felt that pressure to go and and and, uh, and showcase it, you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that actually made it a lot easier for me even when I was doing season two because I was actually able to, to be relaxed. Uh, I could just go with the flow. Not, no one would know. Whereas sometimes the other guys it felt like there was pressure on them to like you say, to pull women because they'd they built themselves up, mm. you know, constantly saying, oh, I'm going to pull the woman, I'm going to smash this board, I'm going to smash her, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> whereas I was just getting, I, I almost was just getting enjoyment out, man, you have to say that again, you know what I mean, like, you know, and it meant that I, I could actually really enjoy it, you know, I, I remember sitting there, we'd be sitting by this pool, like, and it was actually, the, even the house we were, we were renting, was uh, Roberto Di Matteo, was football, he was the footballer, it was his house we were staying in. Yeah. This thing had like had bedrooms on it built on the side of a mountain. Like, you know, like six weeks ago, I was on a building site. Yeah. And now I'm on a beach on, 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 on the side of a, of a mountain and I'm just fucking relaxing in the sun going, this is fucking amazing. And I'm getting paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was like, you know, it was a good experience, you know, and then you knew you had back to Ireland you knew you were going to have and it was there it was there in Spain that I was like you know what I'm not going back to a building site I'm going to open a gym when I get back to do you know what I mean and that was from so what I started to do was myself I said to Dave Dave I'm opening I'm not going back to a building site with it there's, there's a nearly a million people know me right now do you know what yeah. I mean from if we can't if we can't do something with this path we can never do anything with any business because business is advertising. Business is having a successful business. People know who you are, you know, people, 
people think hundreds of thousands of euro into into advertising and they don't make a mark they can't make a dent in it we had such an amazing platform from the show yeah. i was like if, if we can't make a successful gym we should we don't deserve it so it was around that time that the the the, the gym the gym idea was born yeah i remember so, the t-shirts like i remember on the show you were wearing gold t-shirts so, so we got, we got got all the t-shirts made we didn't have a gym at the time. we just knew we had eight months to a year to get a gym because yeah. that's how long it didn't took so all the time that we were there we would be talking as if we had a gym but in the back of our mind we're like shit we really better find a gym when we get back to, to dublin you know but it was it was well, sometimes you just have to it was a, the, the, it was a it was jump force think later yeah you yeah, know yeah. But, but how did then, you? But the thing is, like, how did you? How did you find the, the building? Because I actually remember the old um, gym that was there beforehand. That was my first gym. So I remember Jack, when when that opened up, uh, when when you guys took over, I was like, okay, that this has potential to be, you know, something good. Um, now, so what had happened originally for us? So originally we started looking at at, at sites everywhere, yeah. and we were meant to take the total fitness in Sandford. Mm. I'd been shut for a good while. So we got in contact with the, the, the estate agent who was looking after that and I had basically spent a month up there going through the entire building because they wanted big money for it. It was technically advertised as a turnkey gym. So I said, well, listen, I need to, to, to check it out. Do you know what I mean? Because it was broken windows. I spent about a month up there, literally checking all the cross trainers, the treadmills. Half of the equipment was was not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was very run down. It would have needed a lot of money just to get it up and running. Plus, the landlord was just not willing to work with us. He wanted much, he wanted the prices from before there was, you know. And I was kind of that's times have changed. You're not going to get that money anymore. Yeah. You know. Uh, and it was just no movement on it, you know. But we really wanted that, you know. I, I was, I was, I, I was like, oh, I can make it work. I can make it work. But in, it was actually a blessing in disguise that we didn't get it because the times had changed so much that there were so many new gyms opened in Sandyford that 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 five thousand strong membership that was meant to be up there that would have been so diluted that. It probably would have it would have shut us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because the six and the seven hundred or even the thousand members that have gone to the other clubs, that big club needed that. That big club needed them numbers or it wouldn't work. You know, so that was a blessing in disguise. And uh, it was actually Al Gibbs had said because uh, he's from Greystones, there's an empty there's an empty gym down in Greystones. Yeah. And this is a funny one, so we are like, no way. So we drove down one of the days and I remember uh, I came down and the building was all locked up and I remember ringing up to make an appointment to see wasn't, they couldn't let us in until like the following week. I was like, oh, this, I'm not waiting. So I drove around the back and I took a pane of glass out and I got in, walked around and I was like, this is the one. Just yeah. like that. I was like, this is it. That's it. We're taking you know, it was perfect. It was perfect for what we wanted to do that forced, proper, like, lifting gym, like a proper lifting gym, but would cater to everybody, yeah. you know, which, which in the gyms around, whereas all the gyms were like 70, 40, 70% cardio, 30% lifters. We were going to do 70% equipment, 30% cardio, mm. you know. American, then had, American style gym. That's that's essentially what it is. It's a US yeah, style. But up, up, hadn't been done. You yeah. know, it was simple. It hadn't been done because most gyms were 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 either hotel type gyms, or like you had the Ben Dunn gym. But like I say, this was still early on. Like this 2012. You know, so there was none. Um, there was none. No, no big commercial lifting gym based on the American gym model. No. You know using proper hammer strength equipment that people but then again people as at this time don't forget it was starting to change where people were becoming see once people start uploading photos of themselves onto the internet 
that's when people became obsessed with how they look. So they wanted better and better gym equipment. They wanted better ways of training because now everyone could compete with everyone themselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, talking about that, like it's very funny because like I even just hopped on for one of my clients. I hopped on my fitness pal the other day. I have my old profile there from uh, seven years ago, eight years ago. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's the only photo I have from my RBBF show in 2013. So what people don't realize is we didn't, there was no, there was no photos. There was nothing. If you took them, it was like someone taking photos for you. It was actually planned. It wasn't like, I'll take a selfie here and there. So like when it became to emerge out that people, all the young people started wanting a gym that had that space. And, you know, you always had that really good equipment. And it also looked good in order to allow them to take a photo of their training session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, we started to realize that that was an important thing. That's why we have signage and stuff, even onto the mirrors. Do you know what I mean? Like having a, having a go set. And people like, like, what are you doing that for? Like, well, because that's the way you You know, like that's why in our bathrooms, we, we do our bathroom. Because people take, people will, people will spend 20 minutes getting that perfect pick in the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, really? they'll, they'll, they'll rush a quick one on the gym floor, but they'll spend 20 minutes on the one in the bathroom. Yeah. You, you know? So why wouldn't, why wouldn't I want to make sure that the bathrooms in their gym look amazing? Yeah, because they're gonna, that photo is definitely going to go up on the internet. You know? So yeah. like, it, was all, it was all relevant, you know, of how, like I say, just how things evolved. And... When, to, to try and be ahead of the curve you have to try and anticipate how it's going to evolve to be successful you know so you're trying to think will that take off oh is that the way it's going to go you know but um but like i say that the fitness industry is that's have has that's changed the most in ireland do you know what i mean like i say look at the young fellas now 17 18 they're some of them are just monsters already you know like you know they get they they they, they have all this knowledge. There's so much stuff available. There's so much information out there. Like, you see some of the 17... I see some of the 17, 18-year-olds in the gym, and I'm like, my God. Yeah. Like, we, like, we don't have... Like, you know, but... Like I say, it's it's good to see how it's evolved. It's you very know? Good. It's good. I remember, because I remember having to lie about my age to get into a gym. I mean, back when the day was, you have to be under six, over 17 or 16. So I remember I lied... Uh, but there was no other young people training. There was there was one or two, and they were other com- like aspiring competitors. So or they were big into sports. It wasn't just you went for the crack. People didn't just go for the crack. It was it was genuinely like for an athlete or it was for like health. Uh, but it wasn't for like a pastime like it is now. But you have thrived with the growth. I mean, you opened up Ashburn and you opened up Limerick. So what's the story there with them? How did that, you know, transpire? Well, when we, when we done, done Greystones and you start to learn, obviously you start to learn, like the best, the, making mistakes is the best way of learning, you know, and we've made hundreds of mistakes, do you know what I mean? That's the best, but it's, it's trying to keep that enthusiasm every time you make a mistake is, is the key, you know, to kind of go, well, you know, because now people are, People love to see you fail. They're, they're, they're happy to criticize your failure. But sometimes it can be hard to to, to keep the same enthusiasm uh, after, you know, especially with all the the, the all the, the, the people that know everything about everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enthusiasm can be can be tough sometimes, but but it's only through failure that you realize well, this is actually what I what I want to do. So yeah, Dave, Dave's um Dave's wife. She had said there's a there's a, an amazing unit in Limerick, and like I say, people are in. It's not just Dublin that lads train. Anyone that thinks that it's just Dublin, that's that's ludicrous. Do you know what I mean? Society had changed so much that lads all over Ireland were looking well. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody wanted to look well. You know, so why wouldn't they want in the Lee facility in Limerick, Cork, Galway? You know, so Leanne had had seen this unit. It was a, it was a rundown car garage. Nobody wanted it. Uh, it needed a lot of work, which was where I came in because my background is construction. Yeah. You know, so it, it just same thing again. It just worked out well. I went down, 
I slept in a sleeping bag until I'd until I'd built it, and that was it. You know, we opened yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the Limerick one—it's—it's it's definitely. I'm, I've never been, but uh, would you imagine now in different areas that the different crowds would go to it, like there'd be different demographics? Would it be the same? Yeah, no, there is. There's the, the demographics can be can be a lot can be a lot different, but um, like Limerick would be more has really good equipment but it would be geared more around like classes do you know what I mean it has that it has that older it has that little bit of an older demographic compared to say Limerick or, or sorry to, to Greystones or Ashbourne do you know what yeah. I mean um, so yeah it's just, and then it's just trying to find out what works best in that gym like we we, we quickly noticed in Limerick after being only open two months that it was going to become a, cl- a, a class-orientated gym. So we ended up knocking through to next door and building a bigger studio because we could already see that that's the way it was going. So rather than risk losing some of that, members, we said, let's try and grow that. Do you know what I mean? So, but it did, so we ended up capitalizing that. So that would, Limerick would be a big, like I say, gym, a class-orientated gym. But like I say, that's not, because we don't want to be, we just didn't want to be a one-trick pony either. You know what I mean? You don't want to just have good equipment because anyone can get good equipment. You know, it's just yeah, and it, and and that sense of like you know, almost you're trying to even almost in, in get that sense of family into a gym because that's how you retain people. Yeah. You know, you feel part of the club. Sure. You know, that's what it has to be. It has to be a club if you want because if if they don't feel invested, sure, someone could just throw a million gym next door to you and if that all they want is good equipment it's different but if you're trying to instill that 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 sense of like community or family into them you have to kind of go a little bit further almost you know i'll go on to the equipment for a bit because what you have is very unique i've not seen it in ireland anyway apart from Dolgen, uh is the strive equipment so how did you come across that so Mick, uh, Mick who owns our and Greystones here, yeah, yeah. yeah, all gym equipment. And the good thing about Mick is he's always in the states, you know. So he always seen there. I remember him sending me pictures of God. You want to see the stuff I'm after getting? And I was like, No way! It looks amazing. And then sure enough, he would he would travel around hand picking, and like you know, but that's that's his love. Do you know what I mean? He loves going around finding stuff that you like that doesn't come up and then he puts it in the container and he fucking he'll drive it all the way back if he has to yeah you know so and it's great to have that it's great to have that that that, that around you as well you know it's a, like make it so you're constantly evolving and getting better you know mm. mixed dead on though i remember i remember oh geez eight years ago i was helping him set up uh, a protein a supplement shop and the pizza place I think it was behind it or next door to it burnt down so like it was it was about to open it was about a week from opening and uh, the place behind it burnt down so obviously we had to clean it out we just took a ton we just said oh just take a ton of these gone off powders and take a ton of the shirts and then I just see them in gold gym and go to bit but having that source for equipment definitely made you stand out because a lot of people just get generic stuff so, but listen, one thing that we always do, and Dave is always saying it, is like, you know, you have to almost show people that you're reinvesting every every year. Like every year we try and do up the gyms. Every year. So ju- and it's just to show people that, listen, we're constantly putting the money back into the club for, for you, you know? And that's one thing that we all do. For sure. I mean, in, in like, I mean, the one, the one in Greystones anyway has evolved from, it has, what, three floors now? So it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what is it, CrossFit gym, main yeah. floor, and then is it studios upstairs now, or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it was upstairs now again, so, yeah, it can be just, like I say, it can be, the Greystones is like a, it's like a house for me that'll never be finished, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm always yeah. like, do this bit I'll just do this bit and then I'll just do this bit and, but the members love it you know and they'll they, they, you know they'll say to you God Jesus fair play to you you know and it's nice to when they're saying oh God 
geez, we, we appreciate what you're, you're doing for the club. Because some clubs, like you say, you won't see them reinvesting for seven, eight years. In fact, most, some uh, wait till it gets to the point where 80% of the members are totally complaining, going, this is bullshit. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, let's make it happen. You know, that's usually <laughs> the way it is. Like, yeah, you know? it's usually in response. It's not being preemptive. Yeah. No, it's not reactive. It's not, it's, they're, it's, they're just reacting. You know, yeah. they're not doing it off their own back. Do you know what I mean? It's usually just a, re- a, a reaction. Oh, we better. We we better. They're, they're getting their piping up now. You know, we we better react. You know, but like I say, for us in the gym industry, it's it's passion. Well, we love the gym. Like I love the gym. Dave loves the gym. Nick loves the gym. I think some some business owners they don't really love the gym. Mm. You know, but I think that shows. I I like I love going to other gyms. And, and I love it when I go to other gyms and I can see if the owner has a, an interest in fitness. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and sure. you can, it can be apparent. It can stand out to you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. I you mean, know? like, where I'm working now, like, where I'm working now, it's actually in City West. It's in Energy City West. And the, the owners of that chain, that franchise there, they train. They come in and one of them shredded. And we're, I'm like, okay, this is a different business to the game I've been in for the last however long, you know, working in an industry now where people, it doesn't feel like a job. It still doesn't feel like a job. I'm, like, yeah. I'm getting paid to make people work out. Okay, yeah. fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different game. It's a different game. No, so, it is. And I love, you'll always get that feeling when you go to some gyms that the owners are, are involved in fitness. Just most of the time, they're usually not. It's usually... Usually, it's usually just an investment, you know. But I, yeah, but I think what you can usually is apart from a gym that's owned by someone who is actually in love with fitness, yeah. you know. You can see it. You can. You can it's usually. You can usually see it in the equipment. Usually, the equipment is a telltale sign whether you know the person's into it or not. You know, like some of the pieces that I buy here, I just buy for myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really. Yeah. Really want that? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, just man, I want it. All right then. Go on. Have we got now, any what, room? What, we'll what, make room. What bit of kit? What bit of kit would have been your your go-to? Like, what did you pick for yourself? Uh, well, let me see. What would I go for? Well, I love a good lap pull down. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Dave has gotten me a few nice lap pull. Dave has sourced a few nice lap pull down because obviously, chest exercises and stuff. You know, they can be. You know, they, people always go back to people with with back with with chess machines it's hard to really outdo your dumbbells or your bench press mm. do you know what i mean whereas i think a good lap pull down uh, can be the winner for yeah. for a back yeah well people, don't, well people don't realize like a lap pull down it's not actually a straight up and down movement it's more like a curve so it's like the way it, like trying to replicate that is hard so. yeah so I love all the different the different grips, the hand grips. Like I love all the the, the different grips of how just the grip variation yeah. will complete. Yeah, all grips. Do you know what I mean? The max grips. Do you know what I mean? So and like I say, all the different. It just like I say, it's just it's nice to have. You know, most of the time you're buying it for yourself and yeah, you just have it. You know, still nice to know it's there. But I mean, even even the members in the gym have always been very. It's been a very mixed group, which is great. Like I remember walking in one day, and you know, you see you see Brian Hickey there three weeks out posing or something, and Larry, and then you'd have Christian in there when he was doing his shows, and then you'd have, you know, you'd have a few of the. But then on the other hand, you'd have like everybody else, and nobody batted an eyelid. It was. No. That's that is the that's always been really. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, I love that. I love keeping it like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, you can, you can see Lock Cannon walking around, you know, and like you know, <laughs> we just floating around doing this, doing this thing, you know, and it, uh, it's nice. Like I say, I like it as as a, as an owner when I see people that I would like have the the, the greatest respect for training and and using my gym. You know? That's for me. That's the stuff that I I enjoy. Like you know. Yeah. Sure. I mean, do you think? Do you think now uh, moving forward, you'll open a fourth branch, or are you going to just be the way it is for the moment? We'll probably just stay the way we are. I, I think gyms are probably. Uh, I 
probably going to change a little bit, uh, maybe over the next couple of months with just how this virus has gone. Yeah. You know, got the, obviously got the, the, the world, but when stuff like this happens, you have to evolve. You have to decide, okay, how can I protect my business plan against this in the future? You know, so for now, I, I think it would be bad. It would be a bad decision to try and focus on on doing a fourth gym. You know, I think we'd be better off just, like I say, making your, your business as basically as, as bulletproof as possible in case something like this was to happen again. You know, so I think certain procedures and stuff will probably end up staying. The likes of the, the booking in systems, I think that I think that's just the way gyms could be mm-hmm. for 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 the foreseeable future, uh, where you can't you don't have that luxury anymore. Lock up and walk into a gym. Everything will you'll be more accountable for your time. Yeah. Um. So I think that that will probably be something that they probably won't get want to get rid of. Um. Like anyways, but um. No, for now I wouldn't. Uh, the timing always has to be right. I, I think you know you have to be. You have to be in the right frame of mind, the right headspace. For now, I'd be right. I'd be more so just concentrating on making sure, like the the, the gyms are all safe and everyone is happy. And yeah, I mean, because you because you guys when you guys opened up, it was it was pretty much um, obviously twenty twelve. So it was still like the recession was still there. You know, oh, what, it was still there, and like what people. Our, our, our business plan is based. On a recession, yeah. you know, so that's, we're always like, oh, we always have like a doomsday plan, but we've never, our business plan doesn't involve crazy numbers. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were, we were more real, you know what I mean? so like we always have a doomsday scenario that I could run the gyms with hardly no staff if I had to. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know any, we don't know anything different you know I mean? because business plan is based on a recession yeah. so we only don't work on mad mad numbers you know so no no we wouldn't uh, like I say yeah if it comes down to it we'll open yeah. the gym and call it <laughs> I think the days because I, I do think the days of gyms like Westwood and you know the big extortionists and prices that were part of it you know I don't think they're really part of the game anymore unless you're looking for that like you know I mean there's still Westwood but that's it I mean I don't know that if there's any other gym really charging that much um yeah could be wrong I could be wrong you know, but. no there is there's there is there will always be there will always be a place for 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 them as well you yeah. know because there is there always there there's there is a space for them do you know what I mean like I do go I do go around to quite an awful lot of gyms and like I say, some people that use them gyms and it's like it's not even it's for it's for what they get out of the gym. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It can be even them the networking circle that's in, in the particular gym. Do you know what I mean? So there will always be a place for 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 them gyms as well. Yeah. You know. I just think it might open up um I do think there there will be a bit of a is an upsurge in the kind of the, the, the middle of the road gyms though I do think they a little bit better especially like I don't know we don't, the actual numbers of how many people have actually lost their job yeah been a good few people anyway um, are you back? yeah 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 you know so it was more it was more you were saying uh, as I agree with you, it's definitely the, the case that people have lost jobs. You know, people still aren't working. I mean, I'm lucky that I am working. So, uh, like, it's not isn't apparent yet, really, of 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 how many people don't have jobs right now. I don't think that will be properly out there until probably maybe could be even September. You know, yeah. so usually only when that is forecasted will when we actually know will. Like I say, will society probably change a good bit? Because there's still people going around with. Don't forget, some people ha- have more money now than they had before because some people have been getting paid more. You yeah. Know, some people. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
can be that false that that sense of false security can be there yeah, as well. What people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize, is they're going to be taxed. Uh, they're going to be taxed a lot for taking it. Like people don't realize, if you get that COVID payment, I mean, it's great, it's wonderful, and it does save you in a situation where you don't have a job. But if you don't look for another job and you keep on that payment, you're going to be taxed a lot more money than you would be. And I think at the end of the day, it's I don't know. I don't think there's going to be another recession. I just think it's going to be a different way of life. I think a lot of jobs are going to be three or four day weeks. I think that kind of thing, you know, I don't think exactly. Exactly. I think it'll just, it'll just evolve into, it'll find its way. I don't think it'll be as it was, like I say, last time, but it'll just be, it'll just be different. But, but I do, will be definitely changed um, going forward. I, I don't think, I just couldn't see them having that freedom. Um, not, not for at least maybe one or two years or whatever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I so, mean, even with ourselves, even with ourselves, it's like, look, I tell people all the time, you're, you're booking for an hour, but like if it's quiet, you can stay longer, obviously. It's just the case of just make sure you're checked in just so we can yeah. hold people accountable. That's literally all it is. So. using common sense as well like you know you're not going to exactly what you said you're not like getting being an being an, an enforcer of like you know regulations or rules that are only here because of the situation the, the current situation you don't want to be an enforcer when you're making a judgment call you know you don't want to put people off either yeah you know because at the end of the day everyone's everyone's pretty like some people are under so much stress that their only source of out, their only outlet was can be the gym. You know, people just like to spend two hours, three hours in the gym. And like for me or you, you'd probably say, "What could you be doing for that? What could you be possibly doing for 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 fucking two hours?" But yeah. it could be what it's doing for that person's mental state that you don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that's people have to understand that as well the, the gym can be a safe haven for some people you know the main thing in their day so when you take that away or you change that around it can it can it can affect them you know yeah i mean like don't get me wrong like i agree on everything there because the the the, the amount of people that you and i would know that you know we're just waiting to get back to train. And, and the gyms are the first communities that are open. I mean, pubs and cinemas and all that stuff, they're still not open. I think restaurants are, certain restaurants, but I mean, I still haven't gone out for food or anything. I just haven't thought about it. But regards going back like three, two hours, like there's people who are there for the mental escape, but then like you will get to certain, certain things where you might get a group of young lads who are just there to look at the women and then when the women leave, they leave, which is exactly what happened yesterday. And we were kind of just like, okay, they they literally left when the girls left. And I was just like, were they even training? No, they weren't even training. So in that situation, I'd usually just say, look, lads, you know yourselves, you can't be grouping around and like, I mean, if somebody is sick, you're, you're, you're going to be the ones who get it, I suppose. But you have to, it's not being an enforcer, it's kind of just be aware, yeah. I suppose, you know. Yeah. I mean, some people just want to be there to, you're like, oh, you'll have people doing a class, they might go on to the floor, then do their weights, and then they might, you know, go to the sauna or whatever else another gym has, you know. I mean, they spend a few hours at least. I do. You know, I do anyway. So, yeah. No, it can be. Like I say, so it's just trying to find that balance, you know, with everyone. And that's the thing about the gym industry. You meet, you meet so many different characters, you know, and you, you have to try and try and yet to try and find something, you know, you're trying to relate to all of them. Do you know what I mean? But yet they all, they all might have a completely different outlook on the gym. Well, look, Jay, it was a delight having you on. I know you have a few things to do. I have a few things to do, but look, I'm probably, I'll probably, as I said, I was saying to Aaron, my friend Aaron, I was saying, look, I'm going to be joining because I have a few friends in Go anyway, and I'm up at the dawn of, you know, I'm up real early now these days, so probably I'll be joining back up in August once I'm paid, 
because I look, I can't train while I work. That's the problem. I love working there, but I can't train there. It's just too much of a like, yeah. not my gym. It's not my gym. So no. Listen, drop down. down you sure? To you. Yeah. you sure? I'm gonna do a and it'll give me an excuse to do a good yeah, session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll plan it out. We'll plan it out so you have like a couple of hours free and you'll be, you'll be able, we'll have some fun, man. But look, uh, for anyone looking to reach you or anyone looking to inquire about the gym, where can they Yeah, so it's just obviously we've Go Gym, Go Gym 1 on, on, on Instagram, Fitness, which we, we've amalgamated the two gyms you know, onto that one just so that we don't have loads of different Instagram pages going so you can get gogymfitness.ie mm-hmm. gogym1 on, on um, um, and then just Facebook man is, is the best way or mm-hmm. anything gogym graystones at info yeah. Buddy, thanks well, a lot that's it and for anyone listening uh, look make your way down to gogym like I mean I, I have trained there on and off for years for uh, know through preps and off seasons and stuff and i've always gone back to it so i mean for anyone looking for a good experience make your way down you know and this will be us 